Praise God. I can, I can see what the Lord is, uh, is saying, and, and let, me, let me exhort a little further or just say a few things further uh, about that word then. And so if you would look at a verse in the book of Numbers, chapter uh, 23, Numbers 23. It's a, it's a, how many know, uh, having faith in God's word is always the answer. Everybody with me? We never set that aside and say, well, I tried that. I'm hoping for another avenue, another method of victory, another way to overcome. And, uh, and so I'm looking for a different method. God is a faith God. And he expects us to believe him. Now listen, I'm a person of my word, as most of you are probably too. I'm a person of my word. And if you know me, I expect you to believe me. Is anybody else? I mean, if someone doesn't know me, of course, why would they believe me? But if you know me, if I know you and I know that you don't lie, that you're not a, you know, an unfaithful person. It would be very rude of me to question your, your honor, to question your, your integrity, right? If you tell me you're going to do something, I say, I don't know if you're really going to do that. <laughs> that's, that's kind of an insult. Yeah. And, and how much more is that the case with our good, good father, Amen. with God who does not lie, with God uh, who always tells the truth and he's faithful and so never is there a situation where, where it's okay. I, need, I know this can kind of sound strong, but never is there a situation where it's okay to doubt him. That's right. It's not okay. There's a bunch of things going on in people's lives that aren't okay, and a lot of it's the devil. But from our, as far as the things that we control, well, here's one thing. It's not okay for us to doubt. We must believe. Yeah. We must trust him. He has, if you can, if this phrase is okay, he has earned it. You know what I mean by that? How God has earned it? How has he earned it? By being faithful. By being true. Amen. And so uh, there's, there's, a, there's a temptation at times for some to, to begin in faith or to take a step of faith, but not continue in faith. Okay. And now if you've ever been there, you, you, you know, you, or if you are there, you don't have to beat yourself up, but listen, it, that, that, that a thought comes knocking on everybody's door when they've made their stand of faith, they've spoken the word and they haven't seen anything happen yet. The thought comes to abandon that, that, that stand, abandon that prayer abandon that, that word and give it up because of, you just don't know why. You just don't know why, it's, why it didn't work. But the things of God are sure. The word of God is true. It's always true. He'll do what he said he would do. So our job is not to do his job. <laughs> I don't have to make sure God's going to do his part. 
My position is to begin and continue in faith. Amen. Amen. If it's for some type of freedom that we were singing about and ministering tonight, then let that be the, the object of your, uh, what you're going to continue in. I believe God for freedom, for victory. I believe God concerning that word he has given me. I believe God concerning his promise, a promise of healing or victory or deliverance. I believe, and I'm not going to stop believing God. Amen. Amen. I don't know about you, but I, there, are, there are some things that I have from the Lord that have sustained me for years. I mean, a word from God, and I just hold on to it. I got something in January of this year has sustained me through this year. Through lots of other voices. But I heard from God. Amen. And, and God's not a liar. Right. Amen. He's not fickle. He's not fake. He's not phony. He, <laughs> right? You can count on it. You know him, don't you? Come on, you know he's that way. So if you ever find yourself questioning God's integrity, his faithfulness, come on. Bam. <laughs> we don't just smack ourselves and say, dude, what are you doing? What are you doing getting down? What are you doing questioning? What are you doing allowing that, 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 that doubt and, 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 and um, discouragement to set in? Don't let yourself embrace that. Bam! God is on the throne. You've got a word from him. He is, he is faithful to do what he said he would do. Amen. Hallelujah. I believe this is a uh, these things I'm saying, well, not only through the tongues and interpretation, but now then this further is, is very specific to individuals. And I'm thinking, I mean, I can do the math in my head when the Lord gives me something and I know it's him for right then. I can do the math saying either some people are teeter-tottering, right? And you could be, you're, you're about to maybe lose some, some ground here. Or you already gave up, but the Lord will put you back. Meaning you gave some things up, you turned, uh, you know, you gave up on some victories and some words from God. Uh, he hasn't changed, so you can, you can re reignite, uh, you can re-engage with what you've already set aside. Well, I prayed and I stood and I stood for a long time and it never happened and so I just kind of gave up on it. Well, why don't you pick it up again? Say, Lord, I shouldn't have given up on that. As if you fell off your seat. <laughs> You know, as if your word is un uncertain, I shouldn't have done that. I, I purpose again, you know, to take this up. Take up your promise and stand and believe God. I will not quit. Everybody with me? Say it out loud. I will not quit. I'll never give up. I'm standing on the word of God. And his word is true. I can count on him. Amen. So this verse in uh, uh, these, yeah, there's one verse in Numbers 23 and verse 19. You have that one highlighted? I opened up my Bible. Now, uh, can I show you? Can you see? <laughs> On this page, one place is highlighted. And it's just this verse. That was convenient. <laughs> verse 19. 
God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said, and will he not do? Or has he spoken, and will he not make it good? Man, I tell you what, that's the, that's a, that's the answer right there. That's the answer right there. He is not a liar. He is not going to back off. He is not going to back down. He is not going to change. He has spoken and he will make it good. If you've got a word from him written in the book, that's God speaking. A promise in the book. And it can even extend to something his spirit has spoken to you personally about your life. If he has said it, what is he going to do? He's going to make it good. We might say it this, this way. He's going to make good on it. Make good on his promise. That's God's part. He is going to do that. What's my part? To agree with his part. It's almost, I mean, I think we're getting off kind of easy here. Say, so what do I have to do? You have to believe what he said he was going to do. Yeah, but what do I have to do? Believe what he said he was going to do. And he's pleased with that, you guys. He's honored. Again, the opposite would be not honorable. To question an, a person with integrity is a slap in the face. To call a person who's faithful to his promise, faithful to his promise, and just trust him. Amen. What is that called? That's worship. That's honor. That's thanksgiving. This, th- this pleases our Father. Amen. Praise God. So is everybody good on that? No one's going to quit? No one's going to back down? If you did already, you're going to pick it up again? Say, I'm going to believe God. You know, wh- why don't you turn to another place? You got a, got a minute? I do, so... We drove all this way to church. Uh, Psalm 119. Sometimes. Thank you, Lord. Hmm. Sometimes. I don't know how. What happens with you, but it's interesting. Sometimes I'll just be going about doing business, doing things, doing whatever I'm doing. And right in the middle of doing whatever I'm doing, the. I don't know, I'm mindful of the Lord. I'm thinking about the things of God. He drops something in me like real quick. Like I've had times, even just recently, I'm coming in to teach the Bible college students and I'm walking into the building and just in a matter of, you know, three seconds, boom, boom, boom. He drops something in me and I think, you know, but your mind just immediately understands something. And so I end up saying that in the class. And, uh, and I could tell you that one, but I won't for time's sake. But, uh, but today, uh, I was walking in the bathroom. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, thinking about the Lord. All of a sudden, boom, and this scripture jumps, drops in my mind. And, uh, and you might know it or have heard it before. It's uh, Psalm 119, verse, and I say this one, there was actually two that came, you know, real quick. Psalm 119, verse 11. It reads, Your word 
I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Your word have I hidden in my heart. Now, uh, think about what he's saying. He hid the word in his heart. The end result of that is so he doesn't sin against the Lord. What happens if he doesn't hide the word in his heart? He might sin against the Lord. Does he want to? I, I don't think so. I don't think he's setting out to sin. But he said, I've hidden my word, your word in my heart, so that I don't. But if I don't hide your word in my heart, I might do some things that I really regret. I might do some things against you. I might sin against you. And because I don't want to do that, because I don't want to do sinful things, I don't want to do dishonorable, ungodly things, I'm taking measures to keep myself from going down that road. What's that? I am going to hide the Word of God in my heart. In other words, what God has said, I'm going to take that and think about it and speak it. I'm going to let it get inside of me so that His words become my thoughts, the meditation of my heart. His words become uh, the thing that, that the things that guide me, the things that can, that that separate me from wrong thoughts. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure God's words don't remain out here, but God's words get in here. The end result is I will not do wrong things. That, that's that should be motive enough for us right there. Notice he said his word, your word I have hidden in my heart. You might remember the, uh, I think it's the fourth chapter of Proverbs, which says, guard your heart or keep your heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. There's something about the heart being like the power plant of our lives. And if you put the right thing in there, it will keep you. It'll keep you out of wrongdoing. It'll keep harm away from you. It's protect the heart. Right? I know sometimes people will say, well, this person, I know they do some really bad things, but they have a good heart. (laughs) That might not be accurate, my friends. (laughs) Because according to the word, when the heart is right... The actions are right. Didn't Jesus say, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks? So, I know they cuss a lot, but they got a really good heart. No, they got cussing in their heart. (laughs) Just giving you the word. (laughs) This is how we change things, though. This is how we fix things. If I... If I don't embrace this and say, I'm going to, like a treasure, keep his word in my heart, then I will likely do things that maybe up in my head I I don't really set out to do or want to do, but I can't control myself. I need God's protective and powerful words in me. And remember, hath he said it, shall he not do it? It's... It's the very nature and essence of God's being. It's his integrity. It's who he is. And he takes his words. He said, I'm watching over those. I am going to do what I say. 
And I have the ability to take those very same words that God spoke and, and deposit and keep them inwardly. They will, they will produce in me what nothing else can. If I will treasure his words in my heart. It's amazing how many times we want the results of God's word in our heart without putting God's word in our heart. Don't we? I mean, I mean, if we were to ask how many want to be, how many want to have great faith? You I mean, Jesus identified people with great faith. How many want to have great faith? You want to be a great, you know, man of faith, woman of faith. You want to just be faith champion. Well, do you know the verse? So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Because if you believe in your heart and say with your mouth, you get what you say. We want that. Oh, yeah, I want to speak to mountains. <laughs> I, want to, I want to be a faith giant. But it takes this application of God's word in our heart that produces that. Amen. I want to walk in God's provision and God's protection. I want to walk in God's blessing all the days of my life. I want there to be power that comes through my life and helps other people. But the, the, God's word is the power source of all that. Amen. Now, let me give you the other verse. Want the other one? And I've never put these two together like this before, but we'll do it tonight. It's, uh, it's Romans... So New Testament, everybody know Romans? Romans chapter 14. And again, I just want to grab one verse out of here. There's always a context, but you can read the context and... And you understand some verses require a context. Some of them work in many contexts. Right? right? Uh, in verse 23, so the last verse of Romans 14. But he who doubts is condemned if he eats. Talking about eating, you know, this. There are food offered to idols and so forth. He who doubts is condemned if he eats because he does not eat from... From faith. For whatever is not from faith is sin. sin. Isn't that a strong statement? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be. So often we think of sin. We think, you know, lying, cheating, stealing. You know, we think of sins uh, in, that, in that way. But whatever is not of faith is sin. So this is, this is for people who want to go a little bit higher. Yeah. We're not just trying to. Just barely make it through and barely survive. We want to think like God thinks. God is a faith God. He's honored by you when you believe Him. Amen. Independent of circumstances, you, you uh, set aside feeling and what things look like, and you say, I believe God's Word is true, period. Right? And then you take it a little bit further, and He says, you can't do anything outside of faith. Because if, it's, if you're doubting what you do, that's sin. If I don't have this conviction, one of the, the word faith is the word pistis in the Greek, and it's, it's conviction is one of the word, one of the definitions of it. It's a, you're, you're convinced of something, you're, you're convicted of something's truthfulness. If I'm not, con, if I don't have faith, if I don't believe that what I'm doing is right, it is of God, it is the way it's supposed to be, if I'm not doing it, then it's sinful. 
And so you take these things, these things together and you see when you hide God's word in your heart, you do that so you don't do things outside of faith. His word produces faith. It gives me the ability to believe. It gives me something to believe and the ability to believe it. I need to hide that word, get that word in my heart continually, continually, all the time, so that I don't operate in doubt and sin. So that I don't question God's integrity. I don't question whether he's going to fulfill his promise. Because that would be called sin. Hallelujah. I know that's a little bit stronger than some maybe have heard. Say, well, I'm just struggling with doubt. Stop sinning. (laughs) Now, you understand where that comes from, because you think about it when you break it down. You're doubting whether God will do what he said. How dare you? Now, so again, someone doesn't know him. Okay, let's become acquainted. How do we become acquainted with him? The foundation of that goes back to God's word. That the beginning point of knowing God is hearing what he's already said. When I see what he says and then he does what he said, he's faithful to his promise. I become acquainted with him. I know him and have zero excuse from then on to ever doubt him. Amen. So what if I I find myself doubting? Uh, Take it serious and say... You know, get the hand out again. <laughs> what are you doing, man? You can't doubt him. You can't question him. That's an insult. He's not doubtable. He's faithful. He'll do what he said. So how do I get that out of me? I, I get his word back in my heart. And I go Romans, uh, I go over Numbers, you know, 23, 19 again. And I read it again. And I say it again. And Lord, I, th- I agree with that. You are not a man that you should lie. Have you said it? Will you not fulfill it? Make it good? I believe that you are going to make, that you will make your word good in my life. Thoughts come that say, what about, what about, what about? No, God is on the job. He is performing his word in my life. And I refuse to doubt. And I'm not going to live my life in sin. Questioning the word of God. Amen, amen, amen. amen. If, if we hide his word in his heart and it keeps us from sinning, and one of those sins is questioning God, then if I don't hide his word in my heart, I'm opening myself up to questioning God. I just have so many questions. I have so many, so many things. I just don't know. I'm just so uncertain. I'm just not sure about so many things. Get his word in your heart and that uncertainty will go away. So just pray for me. No, I'm not praying for you. Prayer doesn't fix that. Prayer fixes some things. It doesn't fix everything. Prayer doesn't fix an absence of God's word. You know, what are we going to do? Lord, make them read the word. Line them up. Make them read the word, 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 make them. (laughs) Hallelujah. Some things just don't replace others. And I tell you, this is so very important because the the end result of it is we believe. 
And that's everything to him. That is so huge with God. 1 John 5, 4, this is the victory that overcomes the world. Our faith. I believe God that it shall be just as it was spoken to me. Amen.